Welcome to another episode of Late Night Party Boys. It's been a while, but we're back. I'm Damien Vosk. I'm still Ross Purdy. And uh, today on the episode, we had a good friend of ours, uh, Mark Oshka, come on and tell us about his, well, his life growing up in a pub, moving to Australia, cover the Australian accent, um, shrubs, self-love, shrub love. Yeah. What, am I missing anything, Ross? No, it sounds about it. We so, just we just talked about those four things for an hour. Well, a lot of it was silence. And we're going to release it as is. Yeah. We don't believe in editing or censorship here. Nah. So More because we're lazy, not for... Yeah, any. not for any ethical reasons. Nah. Not because we're better or worse or, or interested in things or want to take a stand. It's out of pure laziness. Yeah. Anyway, take a listen. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. These boys are party boys. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. That's going to be the very start of the episode, and out of context, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yell out. That's why we don't like pedos in the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, my son is here. Yeah. <laughs> my son is present while you're doing this podcast. It's a great father-son bonding, listening to the Late Night Party Boys podcast, and you sullied it with his pedo talk. So after 9pm, your child shouldn't be in the first place, and if he is, you're asking him to be exposed to whatever. <laughs> Which, by the way, you have to listen to this podcast after 9pm. Yeah, that's the, that's the social contract you sign by jumping on to iTunes or... Podbean or Pocket Casts or Stitcher. And you have to have your kids with you. With yeah. Your, <laughs> yeah. They have to stay up past 9pm. This is family-friendly fun. That's what Late Night Party Boys stands for. Because you remember being a kid and you weren't allowed to stay up like, and then all the noises happening downstairs. You try and sneak downstairs. Oh, you blow yeah. the clothes off. And you're like, oh, what? Probably go back upstairs now. <laughs> we had different upbringings. You catch a glimpse and then like your life's ruined. How, how, li- like, how liberal were your parents, Mark? Oh, uh, liberal enough, I guess. Oh, I grew up in a pub. Really? Yeah, well, like, we lived in England. We're like lower-class England. You all grew up in a pub. You know what I mean? I mean, lower-class England is just a giant pub, right? It's a pub, man. You're not going to go outside, are you? How yeah. many soccer or footy brawls did you get into? Soccer balls did you have to break up in the pub? I didn't go to any soccer games. No? I, no, no, but I remember being a kid, I don't even remember football that much, but my mum used to talk about going to games and she'd always complain because, like, people used to fight a lot. And they'd be like, oh, and she'd be like, yeah, even the women were fighting. And I was so like, even the women were fighting at the football. I'm like, well, it is football. got to fight over something. <laughs> you got to make either, it interesting. It's either that or realise the true problem and try to fight capitalism, which... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the patriarchy. Bring it down. I mean, I it's a, how to yeah, do it, but, it's, uh, it, that's. I mean, that's a lot more conceptual and harder than just punching someone else who's poor at a footy game. That's easy, man. <laughs> that's easy. And you get that instant gratification. Fucking, <laughs> getting away with it's the problem. So growing up in a growing up in a British pub, which part of which part of England? Uh, Yorkshire. Ah, so northern 
West, West West Yorkshire, Leeds, you know Leeds? Oh yeah, my dad at, was at, at, my dad actually grew up in Leeds. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm from somewhere between Leeds and Bradford. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, West Yorkshire. Shithole called Keithley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Used to say the Keithley greeting was the headbutt. That's what <laughs> they called the Keithley greeting. Yeah. Good. And did you, and when did you, when did you guys move to Australia then? Uh, when I was eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, pretty much Australian. Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty much Australian. I mean, the voice doesn't fucking. Yeah, no. I think it's that age. Like we've between, between like if you get anywhere before eight years old, your voice just fucking shifts over. Mm. I think my older brother's like he's still got a bit of a British accent, but and my mum's got. Like, I thought she was full Yorkshire, and then I went and lived in Yorkshire for a bit, and she phoned me and she was just Australian. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy when you go overseas and then you call your parents and you realise, oh my God, you're you are Australian. You are so Australian. Yeah, yeah. You sound like <laughs> fucking galah. We sound so stupid. Yeah. It's just so high, high-pitched high and nasally mm. to everyone it's else. It's weird. Do you reckon that happens like, as soon as you... Is it the land? Like you jump on the land and all of a sudden you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you just sound like the wildlife. You're just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like the colonialists they got in and they just straight away. <laughs> well, don't they say like Australian accents because everyone was drunk all the time? I mean, that's kind of like that a British accent slur. But yeah, Brits are always drunk as well. Yeah, you go to every nation, that's like saying Polish speak like that because they drink a lot of vodka. I Maybe mean, it's true. You have to be perpetually drunk though. You, you'll sober up eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to be in that state like, ah, fuck it. Ah, fuck it, all the time. <laughs> it's a certain kind of alcohol, though. A certain kind of beery drunk. Yeah. Yeah. V- a, v- a VB. You know what? A VB drunk is a very, like, fuck you, guns, <laughs> I don't even care. Yeah. Or, or the, you know, the kind of work. like the nasally Australian is kind of like just you're idling for something to happen because nothing happens. You're like, just like, eh. Got to fill up time. What was that? Just hanging out for a bushfire or something. <laughs> yeah, so something to do. Yeah. <laughs> something just hanging out for a wave. No, nothing's happened. Just trying nah. to. Like everything just takes longer to say. Yeah, nah. I thought that contradiction just then would hurt, fill up some time, but it didn't. That's pretty much how I sum up the universe. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Oh man, and so did you, when you moved to Australia, did your family uh, open up another pub? Nah, nah. See, my mum wasn't into pubs. Like she, she, she was over the pub no, it's scene. No, just the culture. That's where you live. You live in the. You just ask, go where and go to the pub. Did you? I don't did think that... she was that into it? Because no. then when we left, we like never went again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she just didn't like the pub over here. Yeah. It's very like. What? So uh-huh. you lived upstairs in a pub or in the pub or you just went to the pub a lot? No, we didn't live in the pub. It was okay. like it was, that's what I mean. We we pretty much spent most of the time in the pub. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because some people do live in pubs. That's true. Like, I should have clarified that. No, I did not live in an actual pub, but it's not my house. I just, like, right. my mum and that. It's drinking culture. Okay. But as soon as we left there, she was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to become a Christian. And she did. <laughs> yeah. How, how did she jump straight in it? Like, super Christian? Or what are we talking? Yeah, she went from, like, yeah, she went from zero to 100 pretty quick. And she was in love with Jesus, like, the next day. And then we were missionaries. What? Yeah, it took, like, six months. That's crazy. Why have I never heard this before? Well, it's the first time I told you. Yeah, that's, that's fair. So, like, yeah, that happened pretty quickly. Within about a year or something. Within a year of, like, accepting the Lord, then she became a missionary. Did she ever tell you the turning point from being a pub grub to being, like, oh, things need to change? So Because she, she'd obviously, like... Had kids, raised them in a pub, mm-hmm. and then there was what. Uh, what I want to know is what the hell happened in that pub that made her being like, "Oh, I've done things wrong." Oh, someone put LSD in a drink. Really? No, I don't know. No, <laughs> but she got to Australia and then like, she get, uh, well, we came to Australia. She was married to a dude who was an alcoholic. We came to Australia. And he was like a musician of sorts, like he was very good at music and that. But he'd only ever play the piano when he was really drunk. Mm. He's like one of those dudes that was like masterful, but had his fucking hang-ups and shit. Mm. So he'd get on the piano when he was real drunk and what have you. 
Anyway, we got to Australia, and he ended up going to work, and then he got to he got invited to go to church. So he went to church, and then he was like, "Hey, to my mum, you should come check out this church thing." So she went the next time with him, and then she kept going, and he never went back again. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the pub because he's a fucking genius. He's also so, fucked now. So is he still still making music or? He never really fucking crafted anything. He's one of those dudes that are like, oh, I've had enough beers now, I feel loose. He was just phenomenal at it. Then he sobered up and couldn't play. Yeah, then he was like, oh, i got to do weld shit the next day. And then drink to get through it. And then, yeah. So your mum kind of introduced him to the pub and he kind of introduced your mum to Jesus. Nah, this dude was... Nah, he probably introduced to the pub when he was about nine. Okay. He, he, she, she had in no way like encouraged him to drink, uh, not 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 knowingly anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but like he, uh, nah, he was a fucking serious drinker, and like he used to. Uh, my uncle tells stories of him when they'd be at the pub and he'd go up to the bar and buy. There'd be three of them there and he'd buy mm. six pints and he'd finish the four before they finish their two, Jeez. just hammering them back. He'd come to parties with like a big fucking rucksack. Like a big sports bag that you carry all your cricket gear in. You bring one of those to the party full of tins. You just sit there by himself. <laughs> hammering them back. But he was a tool maker. So he got to come to Australia because he had the trade of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only reason we're here. Tools. Otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here with you fine fellas today. Yeah. Booze and tools. And you uh, are you a craftsman as well? Craftsman. Yeah, you, you, can you make it? Do can I you make whittle? any tools? Yeah, do you whittle like no. whittle sticks? No, no, into no. like smaller sticks. Into spiky things? No, <laughs> I don't fucking whittle. I reckon I could whittle. I'm pretty handy with knives. What does that mean? Sounds really Stabbing. ominous. Stabbing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, you, uh, you grow up in a bar, you learn some tricks. Learn how to stab, how to shank. Yeah. But yeah, and uh. And so you you grew then you moved out like you kind of come from a countryish area, right? Is that where you grew up in in Melbourne or? No, I didn't grow up no? in Melbourne. I went to WA. When I got to Australia, I went to the Geraldton. You know, went to Geraldton. Oh, Jesus, yeah, I've heard of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's a real. Hasn't got a good rap. Who comes from there? Fucking, I don't know. Chris Mainwaring. <laughs> Toothless Joe. Toothless Joe. It's Hat Stevens. Yeah, Hat yeah. Stevens. Jimmy go get him. Yeah. Go. Uh, Jimmy's always going and getting him, you know. Hat. Lost I just crayfish man. <laughs> crayfish capital of the world. Hates crayfish. Wind catcher, that guy. Is it the windiest city in the world too? After Chicago, Geraldton. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted to call it Windy City too. Second. Yeah. Windy City the second. Yeah. Great film, but uh, a lot of tragedy. A lot of crayboats lost. <laughs> Oh. A lot of Crayboats lost. Only uh. one survived, actually, like, and then they all became billionaires. Oh, that's that movie. Forrest oh. Gump. Yeah. yeah. That's not the same. It's not Geraldton. Not Geraldton at all. Apparently it's gotten better. Am I talking too far away from you? You're very softly spoken. I'm just softly spoken all around, or is it me not? Uh, you gotta eat the mic. You gotta eat it. All right. Just, <laughs> settle just lean down. right in. Get up close and personal. Alright, uh, yeah, fucking Geraldton, yeah, so I grew up there, no, I didn't move to Melbourne until I was, like, older. Yeah, so your family's still in Geraldton, or? Nah, nah, no, no one stays in Geraldton. <laughs> well, people do, but. People do? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's it's people It's a city. There. It'd be interesting if it was a city that no one ever stayed in, you just had a constant mm. turnover. People go yeah, there. Stay there for a year. Stay a little bit, like, we need to get out. Yeah. This place is just. Wouldn't have it. It would have barely any infrastructure, you think, because no one would be sticking around to run the stores. No, you just build something and get out. Just hand it off. Just hand it to the next person who comes in. Could be an interesting... Oh, its economy is terrible. <laughs> uh, it's its Everything about it is terrible. There's no social life. There's no culture. There's just... I mean, uh, every time they, they glom onto something, it, the turnover makes it, just makes it all change, and then it's a whole thing. You get used to it being one way, and then people change it, and like, ugh. <laughs> you know it's what? A fucking nightmare. 
It's probably just like one guy who lives there permanently and just really into meeting new people, and that's why that that person's why everyone leaves. Yeah, that's it. Everyone who arrives there, she's like, "I'm just gonna come over and say hello like every day." And that's Geraldine from Geraldton. It's like, this fuck. Did you know this city's again? named after me? Yeah, Let me right. show you the photos. I'm 200 years old. <laughs> Look at me go. That was me when I was a weeper snapper back when I caught the, caught the first fucking crayfish ever. <laughs> now I'm a multi-billionaire. Kids, get pack out of your bags. Team. Kids, pack your bags. We're getting out of here. <laughs> I can't bear another story about crayfish. Yeah. <laughs> fucking lobster, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they call them lobster in this country. This makes no sense. Oh, they don't have the things. The claws. What, crayfish don't have claws? No, no. They don't have the big nippers like the fucking, like your standard cartoon lobster. They got none of that. They just got long things coming out the top of their head. Ah, And two spikes coming out the top of their head. And if you you get your hand spiked by them, you get crayfish poisoning. And all my friends used to get crayfish poisoning. Yeah, because they're all crayfishmen. They'd be like picking them up and shit. What happens when one gets crayfish poisoning? Do well, that all depends. Loopy? That all depends, Damien Bosk. Yeah. Depends how long you leave it. If you don't get it all treated and shit, your finger can rot away. Ugh. This is what I saw, my friend. Unless he was just a filthy cunt. And, he never <laughs> and then his finger was going to rot away either way. Yeah, he's got boils. <laughs> like, just not great <laughs> hygiene. Like, it's already gangrenous. He just sleep all the same clothes and never change. And then, like, go crayfishing and then. Are there any running jokes about bongs. crayfish poisoning? Dunno. Nah. Nah, it's not very funny. <laughs> it's real you serious. Should, you should you shouldn't make fun of it. <laughs> shouldn't make fun of it. I've actually started a charity um, <laughs> for people that get crayfish poisoning and I just like it if you you know, have a little bit of sensitivity while we're on here today. Um I'm sorry, I... regular poisoning, go to town. Crayfish poisoning, that's a a sure. sentence I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sentence anyone to that. I mean, if you you know you poison, you know your wife's upset with you, you wake up dead, she's poisoned you. That's your fault. Just but if you're crayfishing and you're working hard and you you're trying to bring in the monies for your family and what have you, and a little crayfish gets your finger there, mm. that's not your fault. That's God. God did that. Did God's trying to kill you. God's trying to kill all of us. But maybe he's just saying, hey, don't ruin the Earth's natural resource of crayfish. You know, maybe... Then why would he say, go out and eat all the crayfish you can? Did did he say that? Well, God's very contradictory. He's all over the place. Yeah, he's very... Flip-flops a lot. I want to be loved, but fear me at the same time. I'm vengeful, but at the same time, I'm loving. I'm bipolar, guys. I'm God, and I'm bipolar. I'm sorry. I haven't been on my meds for a very long time. <laughs> I'm all over the place. And I'm a huge narcissist. I need people to say how much they love me all the time. It's not healthy. I'm not an emotionally healthy person. Well, yeah, it's a guy like that that gives you crayfish poisoning. Or gives the poison in the crayfish to poison you. Yeah, because the motherfucker can't just directly poison you. He's like, nah. here, check out these things. I mean, he could do it. I mean, he... All powerful, but he's like, I think it's going to be more interesting if a crayfish gets you. It's like, yeah, I'm going to leave these spiky things under the sea, and they, they taste great. Yeah, they're going to be <laughs> delicious. Go get them. Ha That's what you get for liking shit that I made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the nature of God. I'm glad we covered everything. Oh, you got it. You got it. Well... You know, what poisonous? Cra- I never. What other, what other questions have you got? What, what, what about crayfish? You had one that you really wanted to know. Not about crayfish. Doesn't have to be about crayfish because I don't really know much about them. What's a cray? That's like uh, urban term. Yeah, like, it's like millennial slang for crazy. Yeah, but you have to say it twice. No, but like, you know, you dropped the Z because it's like, we haven't got time for Z's. It's 2018, we have to make progress. No, I meant like. We're for snoozing. We ain't got time for snoozing. We ain't got time for snooze. But maybe. I mean, crayfish, like, someone was like, that's a fucked up looking fish. That's a cray crayfish. Then it would have been two. But it's just one. So is a cray a particular environment? 
Why are they call it a crayfish anyway? Yeah, because it is crayfish. It's not even a fish. Looks nothing like looks a fish. Nothing like a fish. It's on the wrong side. Fish, mm. fish swim like that, with the vertical, and the crayfish has got some weird humpy motion that it does when it swims. Ah, a bit like a cuttlefish. Okay. Or uh, a retarded person in the pool. Fair enough. Well, we've covered <laughs> crayfish. That, <laughs> yeah. that was that was one of the topics we wanted to get done because a lot of our listeners were writing in saying, when are you going to deal with the big issues? And we did. God and his God creations. God and his fucked up fish. <laughs> yeah. And beer. Talked a bit about beer too. On oh, the pub. Yeah, we talked a bit about the pub. Is there anything that, like, I mean that really sticks in your mind from the pub days, aside from... Yeah, I remember once this dude, like, lift my little brother up in the air, and he's like, yeah, you're flying, and then my brother hit his foot on the fan. That was <laughs> what? Hilarious. Fan? And he was crying. And Fans are on roofs. Like, oh, was he holding your little brother up upside down? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Upside down. I can't like be. a drunk man holds a small boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it. Yeah. What part of the boy did he think was his face? The feet. Oh, no, he was being good. It was the bit that he didn't want to hit the fan. The face. <laughs> he was being good. He was a good drunk man. I want you to hit the fan, but, you know, I'm going to be nice to you. It's not going to be the face. Yeah, I mean, yeah. being really nice would be, like, not having him hit the fan at all. Or picking him up. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, since he already been... picked him up, and he's near a fan. I mean, you know, kids love fans. Yeah, I would have just been like, don't pick up my child, or I'll bash you. <laughs> then there would have been a pub brawl. It's best that he just got his foot hit on the fan, I think. What happened after that? Did it get cut, or was it just like, it was fine? That was alright. My brother was always in these fucking weird situations. On his birthday, he'd always get fucking hurt. Like, on his fourth birthday, he fell down the stairs and hit his head on the corner of the door. That split his head open like that. Oh, and then, no. like, on his, the next birthday, he got kicked by a horse. And every year after something crazy happened... <laughs> He was playing pillow fights with these, like, 20-year-old dudes when he was, like, seven. What? And he, like, jumped in the air and they, like, bashed. They hit his, knocked his feet and his head, like, How hit the concrete ground. And then he ended up in the hospital. How did he end up having a pillow fight with people, like, three times his age? Because he was all like, come on, can't I take us? And they were like, yeah. And they just flogged him. <laughs> but we use pillows because you are young. He's, uh, he's so young, we don't want to actually hurt him, so we just get his pillows. Even though we know when we hit a small boy at this fucking velocity with a pillow, it feels like a brick. But it's still a fucking pillow. Wow, this is a brittle boy. This is a brittle, frail boy. We're just hitting him with a soft pillow. The softest cotton we can age. get. Hey, and he's bones are breaking. Where's your mum? Why did she make you so brittle? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Gotta drink more milk? Yeah. She only drank beer. We lived in a pub. Yeah, and your, your mum needs to choose some stronger semen. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink some more calcium. <laughs> your father's impotency only just scraped one out. <laughs> <laughs> and where... He's a good like, guy, did, like, how did he get kicked by a horse? Like, was it, he, was, oh, was his birthday wish a pony ride? Well, he'd walk up behind it. Everyone knows that shit. He's like, ah, walks up behind a fucking horse. <laughs> when he's like six years old. He's like, he thought he was invincible. He's like, it's my birthday. No one can touch me. No horse going to kick me today. He's trying to probably give it a hug from the back. <laughs> That's the worst place to hug a horse. Yeah, any place is the worst it. place to hug a horse. Yeah, it's but it's horrible horrible if you hug it from the back, you've you've just got a face full of horse crack. But it's obvious. It was in that it was that moment where you're like, ah, oh, look, you know, you just see it ha- about to happen. Young boys like, yeah, it's my birthday, <laughs> running up behind a horse. <laughs> this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him, mate. He just buckled. <laughs> It wasn't a huge horse, lucky. Probably would have killed him. Yeah, because yeah. people, yeah, people die from getting kicked by horses. Fuck. What about? Not, yeah, all kinds of horse things. What about Superman? 
He flew right off a horse, broke his neck. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Not the yeah. character. The... <laughs> the person who played him. Yeah, yeah, I was going to be like, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was character. a weird one. The super, it was called Superman <laughs> Superman Rides Again, but the irony is is that he, he didn't ride again after that. He just rode once. This is Superman Rides. He's on his <laughs> way to save Lois Lane, and instead of flying, he decides to take a horse. I Look, I don't know... What was I major don't know, plot holes in this major film? Major plot holes, major plot holes. Like he can fly around the world in like five minutes, but he decided to take a horse. Anyway, this horse did not want to take him. He was like, "Get the fuck off me, Clark!" And Get him right off. And anyway, then he gets like, he gets a real bad spinal injury. Uh, but it's not like Batman where he recovers from the spinal injury when they throw him down the hole. He just suffers from it for the rest of the movie and. Just got and, and this was 20 minutes in the film, and it's a 130-minute <laughs> film. So, 110 more minutes of it, just a sad Superman who fell off a horse. Whinging about how stem I cells aren't available. <laughs> Fucking hell, Superman. Why don't you go get some? Why and get him? He's like, no, I'm too sad. I'm too sad to get up out of this chair, right? Not so super now, are you, man? Not so super now. <laughs> And that's why DC are falling behind Marvel. Oh, definitely. <laughs> nah, Marvel are winning because they're pandering. Yeah, 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 panda. Yeah. 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 Tony Stark pandas. fell off a panda, <laughs> but he recovered. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... He got his head cut off, didn't he? Did he? Tony Stark? No, <laughs> it's Ned Stark. Uh, no, it's from the game. Of it's, yeah, it's the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, who's Tony Stark? I don't know who that is. He's Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, we're probably at the part of the podcast. We've waffled on enough. We've kind of gotten to know you, Mark, the kind of person you are, and uh, whatever that means. Uh, so we're, yeah. we, you gave us five dot points um, mm. to to base a sketch off. Yeah. And this was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago, a while ago. It's all right. We're going to refresh them. Reveal the points to me as you will. Oh, we're going to reveal them to you now, and you're going to tell us basically what happened. More yeah, or less. yeah, cool. And uh, then we're going to go into the the uh, reimagined night, as it was. Let's do that. All right, so your story. Mark Hodgkin's late night party story. Number one, he took LSD at a house party. That's correct. That's happened many times. This one's very specific, though. I think I... I think yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. narrow it down for you. I'm not just going to give you that one, because yeah, we'll be here for days. That's a lifetime. Um... Two, saw myself dancing on the other side of the party. That's right, yeah, I do remember that. Three, fell over face first and cut open my chin and passed out under a cosy shrub. That's correct. I still have the scar on my chin. Number four, woke up. Solid knock. Head aching and an old man looked at me, confused, and walked off. And number five, found out later the old man was the owner of the house who didn't mind that I was sleeping there only he was puzzled as to why I was sleeping in the communal party piss spot. That's true, yeah. I got told about that afterwards, just so you know. It's not like I... You planned to sleep yeah, in yeah, piss. Yeah, yeah, no. no one right. would do that. So, yeah, from the top, describe the night, how it went down. Uh, actually, this is funny, because it's, it's, it's a vague memory of a couple of things that I think happened on the same night. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, well, naturally we took LSD. <laughs> so the madness is like, well, it could have been many different times, but I, I put it all together because I thought it would made a good story. But I'm pretty sure like the four of those points were the same night. <laughs> and maybe the one, the bit where I saw myself dancing on the other side of the dance floor. That could have been a different Could have been a different time. That's but fine. But it was a different me. <coughs> but it was the same me on the other side of the dance floor. And it was definitely me. So I was like, unless it was some other weird dreadlocks. I <coughs> didn't you used to have dreadlocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this, this part of the story, I had dreadlocks. Uh, that would have been useful. Yeah. If only we knew that, the entire narrative may have been changed. Oh, well. But fuck. we can imagine you with dreadlocks anyway. Yeah, yeah. Picture me with uh, one of them Rastafari hats. You know, the, the black ones. Your full Rastafari. <laughs> yeah, you know they make those fake like Rastafari yeah, yeah, yeah. hats for white people to wear? Yeah. Just imagine me with one of those on. 
and then like with a giant blunt <laughs> yes it's like listening to Bob Marley or something fair enough you won't you won't you've got no, better taste than that yeah good yeah but that was uh that was that what else did I do fell over yeah that was a lot of drink smashed my <laughs> chin uh I think that was like that would have been towards the end of the night falling over and smashing my chin on the ground and then walking to uh, stumbling to the shrub. <laughs> Were there any other people involved in this night at all or what was going down? Or was it... And wh- whose house was it? Was it the, the old man's house that you guys were just having a party in? Or was it No, 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 no. It was his, it was his uh, son's party. And I can't remember the dude's name. It was like Luke, Luca or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, and it was his dad who found who saw me under the bush, and I was like, and I thought he was pissed off that I was still at the party, sleeping under the, sleeping under the bush, kind of like, well, you know, you know, you, you wake up party and you're the last one there. Yeah. And, and, and you're like, oh, and everyone's having breakfast and shit, and they're <laughs> all like, spry, and they got eggs and shit going, and they're watching like daytime TV, and some of them are going to work. <laughs> what day and did you like, go? What day was the party on? Saturday. Why? Working on Sundays? Some people go to work on Sunday, but it could have been a Monday morning. I don't know. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is that, like, you know when you wake up in the morning sometime and someone's, you know, they're all, like, into the next day. Yeah. You know, you go to a party, you know, like, you know when you go to a party, like, going to a party, parties don't end. They just go until you pass out and shit. <coughs> this household had obviously had this party and it had a policy. specific time. Yeah. And then they ended and then it was movie popcorn time. And then they were all going to go to bed because they had things to do the next day. But if you have a party, you don't have things to do the yeah, next day. Yeah, you shouldn't plan things. Anyway, they just uh, woke up, you know, you, you kind of wake up and you're, everyone's doing that. Mm. Like shit. So we just sort of chilling. <laughs> cover up and try and go back to sleep and ignore all the the, the activity yeah because they shouldn't be doing shit at that no. hour <laughs> no that was point. on them but also the wait so the dad so the dad knew the spot you slept in they'd all agreed they'd piss there well he was kind of like he must have been like 50 odd so he'd have been a, he would have been drinking and that but he would have been a soberest yeah, you know, like you're the householder, you know your land. He would have been there the whole time, you know, seeing all the goings on. That's what happens when you get old. You see things from a bird's eye view, I guess. <laughs> it's gonna be great getting old. It's gonna be a bird, just like looking, looking down on everyone, aiming at people and taking shits. Yeah, yeah it's the life. That's what we're looking out for. That's what I'm aiming for. Look forward to that shit. Get to go, and shit on someone. Yeah. Oh, it was an accident. I'm a bird. Ugh. As if I would purposely shit on you. The world's my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to aim at that toilet. That's my head, you fuck. <laughs> All the same to me. I'm a bird, motherfucker. The below is the below. That's where shit goes. I'm a bird. My poop is white. <laughs> white like an egg. But I got brown bits in it too. Brown bits in it too. <laughs> yeah, so fuck. I ended up in the spot. But he was the man. Obviously he was the 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 he owned yeah. the property, so he got to see whatever was he going got, on. Yeah. So he see, obviously knew everyone was pissing in that spot. And 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 the bad thing was like I woke up and there was like you know, I seen this old fellow, I was like, oh, he's mad at me, like, you mm. know, he's obviously busy today, and I'm in his way or some shit, so I kind of just, like, pretended that I didn't see him, and tried to go back to sleep, but it was fucking the middle of summer in WA, it was like a thousand degrees outside, and that's when I smelled the piss, because it was a thousand, de- you know, it was warm. Oh, man. Pretty sure I turned around, there was, like, toilet paper there as well. So, oh, toilet paper could on mean tree. one of two things. Girls pissing there, or people shitting there. Girls or boys. It's very aggressive. 
Yeah, it's pretty progressive when you think about it. When you think about it, ignore the fact they're just. It was a gender neutral shrub. Yeah. It's yeah. a gender neutral shrub. Ignore the fact that they're just pissing and pooping anywhere. Yeah. Like animals. It's what quite progressive. Were, what they were doing was quite civilized. Yeah. I mean, in <coughs> the nighttime, like, fuck. It's, it's amazing how everyone ended up in the same spot. I'm sure other people that were scattered pissed places around the place. Mm. But the old man said very specifically that that was the spot that most people were pissing in. And he would know because it was his place. <coughs> and he was wandering around. He wasn't anywhere near as drunk as I was. Just he didn't fall over and smash his chin on the ground. I'm just imagining that he had, like, one of those, you know, the weather maps? You know how they have, like, the red, the yellow, the blue, like, the weather patterns? How he's, like, yeah, yeah. knew the lay of the land, like, his whole oh, like backyard. Heat, those yeah, heat the heat maps. Seeking... The, the heat maps. Yeah, know? heat map. Just imagining him, like, having, like, an overlay of his backyard just, and, like, this was, like, the hot spot for shitting and pooping last, like, pissing last night. This place got a little bit, but not a lot. This place just like showers. Yeah, because like when I, <laughs> yeah, when I went and spoke later, he's like, "Oh, yeah, that was the pissing spot." Like, <laughs> so he was very, yeah, he pro- he just rolls out that map for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yeah, see, this is this is the lighter shades, and here this concentrated spot here, that's where you were sleeping, <laughs> and those are bits of toilet paper." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Well, yeah, we could probably go straight into the, the sketch that we've written based on those five dot points you've given us. All right. All right. Are I'll you read the sketch. Are you ready to play the part of Mark Oshka? Always. Perfect. Was, was it the role you were born to play? Can't play any other one. Interior, house party. People are coming in and mingling with one another when Mark is talking to a fellow partygoer named Randy while fiddling with his Spotify playlist on his phone that's attached to the party speakers. Don't ask me to sort out the music for this little shindig, so I've sorted out with the Spotify Top 40 playlist. But, seeing as I gotta go to bed early, we're not gonna get through it all. So I've just set it up to the Top 15. Man, Mark. Why are you such a lame wad, Mark? Just a little lamey, lame wad of a wad boy. Loosen up. Make it a top 20 at least. Round that playlist to the nearest 10, boy. 20 is too much. But 10 would be too little. Now 15 is just right. Man, I got you the thing that'll help loosen the stick out your ass so you can whack away at your boring no personality here. Randy grabs out some LSD from his pocket. Have some of this LSD, Oshka. You'll ma- it'll make you go from LS sad to L-S-H-A-P-P-Y. Oh, no. LSD? I can't do LSD. I've never done drugs before, and I'm not about to start now. I commence my first day at my 9 to 5 at the paper factory tomorrow. And I can't be on drugs. Mr. Paper will be furious at me if I start my first day blazed out on my smack face. Come on, Mark Oshka. It's time you open them eyes and look at the world differently with new eyes. New eyes to look at the world. I haven't ever had a job in 20 odd years. Never been happier. New eyes. Uh, I don't know. What's it gonna do to me? What you failed to do to yourself, Mark Oshka. Renew my car registration? No. It'll make you question the very concept of car registration. Fuck Vic Rhodes and fuck the government. They don't want you to know what I know, Mark. Why don't they want me to know? The truth. Damn it. Why did it have to be something I always wanted to know? Why couldn't it be something I have no interest in? Like Australian politics. Well, you gotta take this tab if you wanna find out. The truth could be. Drugs are really fun. You won't know unless you take it. Mark looks at the tab in Randy's hand, then over to his phone, then back to his tab then back at the phone, and then throws the phone away, and then takes the tab. 
I'm sorry, Mr. Paper. I just gotta know. Mark takes the tab in his mouth. He pauses, then looks distraught. Oh no! What have I done? Something really cool. Oh god, oh god. I'm not... I'm not feeling anything. Give it a moment. Let it wash over you. Like a sombrero in a pool full of nachos. Well, if nothing's gonna happen, I'm gonna go ahead and... Whoa, here we go. Down the rabbit hole. Mark's eyes dilate and he begins to hallucinate. Everything starts swirling. Then an anthropomorphic piece of paper wearing a cowboy hat jumps in, riding a fax machine. Woo! However, it's me, your subconscious, and I'm here to help you dive into your deepest, darkest fears. Paper hat. Why, why are you wearing a cowboy hat, Mr. Paper? I don't know. Probably something to do with all the smallpox blankets I gave to Native Americans. But it's neither here or there. Why, Mark? Why did you do LSD, Markoshka? The snake's really eating its tail now. LSD? <laughs> you know LSD stands for loser snort drugs. And drugs make you dance bad. You dance bad sober, but you've lost your inhibitions. Now you're out of control. Just look at yourself. Mr. Paper gets out of the way and Mark sees himself on the other side of the party, dancing in the corner. What? What? How can I be over there and here at the same time? LSD is one hell of a drug, son! Oh, looky now! You're doing the worm! No one's done that in the last two decades! No! No! Make it stop! Make it stop! Oh! And now looky here! What's that? A bit of last ketchup? You're gonna be a social outcast now, boy -o. No one remembers last ketchup. Not even last ketchup remembers last ketchup. You should have stuck with your top 20 countdown. Top 15. Mark runs over and tries to push the other him out of the way, but he ends up falling over and into a table where he gets a cut on his chin. Oh, ah, ah. I'm losing a lot of blood. I need to find a place to... Mark gets up and Woosley runs to try and find a spot. You better run, boy! Run! 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 <clears throat> Mark finds a spot and passes out. 20 minutes later, he regains consciousness when he sees a full-grown buckthorn shrub nestling against him. Mark begins running his fingers around a shrub. I haven't seen you before. Where are you from? Wow, that's so fascinating. You're such an interesting and perceptive person. Well, shrub, that makes you infinitely more interesting than a person. Mark then begins to slowly put his tongue out and begin tongue kissing the shrub. Randy, with his friend Trent from across the house, sees what Mark is doing and looks disgusted. Hey Randy, didn't you come here with that shrub? Yeah, I did. And I'm putting a stop to this now. Randy struts up to Mark and taps him on the shoulder. Hey bro, glad you're enjoying the LS to the D. But uh, that's my shrub you're sticking your tongue in. Hey man, shrub came to me. It can't, it's a shrub. It's inanimate. Hey, say that about my shrub. The shrub can make its own decisions. It's a full-grown buckthorn shrub. This isn't a bayberry shrub. This is a blackthorn, baby. It's a buckthorn. My shrub's cucking me. No, man. This shrub's full poly. Wind whooshes past as the shrub makes a shh sound. The lovemaking between Mark and the shrub gets even more intense.
I'm gonna get this shrub pregnant. I'm gonna put a bub in the shrub. Rub a dub shrub. Rub my chub. Get this bush up my tush. Mark starts penetrating himself in his butthole with the shrub. I'll be a leaf blower tonight. I'll blow your leaves. Let me get my junk in this trunk. Oh, baby, your sap is so wet. Mark begins to hunt for shrub front on. Oh, man. I'm raw dogging now. Ooh, I'm gonna slop my glop in this pop. Ooh, you got a knot. Let me just massage that out. Mark starts massaging the shrub, slowly. Then he begins to full on hump the shrub again. I'm going to town on this brown. Mark then finishes and falls to the ground in pure ecstasy. He grabs a cigarette and lights it up. What's that? It only matters if I finish, baby. I mean, you're a shrub, you can't even... Whoa! Slow down there, you're smothering me. I'm just a simple boy from a simple town who grew up in a house slash pub. Now everything's so complicated. I mean, I'm a man, and you're a shrub. Mark looks down. I didn't use protection, and now I've got so many cuts. How did I get this one on my chin? Guess that's what I get for being a giving lover. Mark passes out again. Wow! I guess Mark would do anything to get a root! Get it? 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 Get it, 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 No. Interior house the next day. Mark wakes up, his head in a puddle. He isn't sure what type of puddle it is, so he tastes it. A frail old man stands right next to him, confused. Why are you sleeping on the community pissing point? The what? Well, the whole community comes here to piss. This one point in the neighborhood. This point you've decided to sleep in. Well, yeah, that's awfully inconvenient. Mark, Mark spits out some piss that's gone chunky. You're telling me... I go five times a day these days, and I live at the far side of the street. But rules are rules. <laughs> old man takes out his winkly, wrinkly old wang and goes to town with piss in that puddle. And there's no time for dilly-dallying, as I got a factory to run. The old man then aims his piss at Mark. Whoa! Hang on a second, let me get up. This will work out, but I gotta piss too. <laughs> the, t the two piss together. However, as the piss leaves Mark and hits the trunk of the shrub, he swears he heard it speak. Shh, Mark. I thought we had something. Shh. A little disturbed, Mark tries to make small talk with the old man. So, uh, what kind of factory do you run? Oh, a paper factory, dear boy. The name's Mr. Paper. It's a pleasure to meet you. Mark mugs to the camera and shrugs his shoulders like, <laughs> what are you going to do? 
cue of theme music from Turbo Your Enthusiasm. Finn. Um, and that was your late night party story, Mark. I had a good time at the party. That's now that you now that we've gone through that it seems a lot more has come back to me. <laughs> about what actually went down that night. You really did hump a shrub? Hmm? You really did hump a shrub? Well, I don't want to, you know, a gentleman never really... Yeah, Kisses and tells with a shrub. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll leave that up to you to decide whether it was true or not. So, uh... Let's say I've rubbed one into a few bushes. Are you ahead of a major movie studio? Are you... Are you voluntarily surrendering to police this week? Surrendering. Surrendering. No, this is all consensual, man. All of this. <laughs> the shrub, the the sharing the piss spot with the old man. This all was above board. All right. We don't want to have to take this podcast down. We've been burnt before. Put a lot of trust in you. I wouldn't want to put you in a sticky situation. I'm just going to tell you how it is. How's it was, you know. This is a while ago. This was back in the meth days, mate. Ah. Uh, Anything could have happened. That's fair enough. Could have been two shrubs. Who knows? <laughs> Man, when you're with two shrubs, things go nuts, am I right? Ah. Man, every man's dream, you know every what I mean? Two dream, shrubs two at the shrubs. same time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, any, uh... Any uh, parting parting uh, messages you want to leave anyone on, or anything you want to say about the story as a whole? Things things you you thought too too real. I still got the job at the paper factory. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's good to know. Well, I got to go there now. Mister Paper and I, we're on the same pissing cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like that since. So now I got a promotion, which is like, yeah, you know what? Keep pissing with me, buddy. You're gonna hit the top of the paper chain in no time. So I'm bringing in the big, the big bucks now. And some people brown nose. I mean, you just piss. Piss. Uh, well, yeah. it's, it's funny how it all, you just, know, just well, yellow. You know how it all happened. Yeah. How it all mm. unfolded. Who, how we met, <coughs> Mr. Paper and I. I'm marrying his daughter. Um, we've got the kid on the way. Second one. The one by the another one in the oven. Mm. Mr. Paper couldn't be happier. Um, there you go. Not every uh, party story ends up with embarrassment and decay. No, um, sometimes some, some they end up happy. You get a career out yeah. of it. Just like, uh, just like Hurdy and Bosk. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Mark. Thanks for it's having me, man. I feel always a pleasure. It's been, it's been good. I had a lot of fun reading the, tell, retelling the story, as it were. That's what it was. Just retelling the story, we've ever retold it our way. Yeah, yeah. I'll be happy to come back and tell another story. It's good. Heaps of them. Oh yeah. Well, Next we'll... time you gotta tell us the ins and outs of penetrating your butthole with a shrub. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's certain ways you can't you can't just thrust it right in there. No, 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 no. Obviously, it's a lot of lube. It's been late night, honey boys. Yeah. Ben Ross Parody. I've been Damien Vosk. I've been Mark Osher. Thanks for having me. <laughs>